Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005. Now, a man who is passionate about this particular strain of rugby league and rugby league in general, um, he's here in, back in Australia happy to say he hasn't lost his Australian accent as well, even though he stars on English television weekly. Adam Hills, how are you, mate? I'm very tempted to go, all right, me lad, how you doing? All right. <laughs> all right, geezer. <laughs> all right, geezer, top of the morning to you all. Um, I'm fine, thank you. Excellent. Um, yeah, so you're, you're involved in this weekend. Tell us more about uh, what appears to be on the surface a, a bloody good um, idea. Well, so Physical Disability Rugby League started up about 10 years ago in Australia. A guy called George Tonner, who represented Australia in the Paralympics playing soccer, wanted to play the sport he really loved, which was rugby league. So he set up the, this, this um, league here uh, in Sydney, and the rules are slightly different to, um, to first-grade rugby league. So there's nine aside. It's a slightly narrower pitch. Um, there are two two players on the team who are in red shorts, so they can't be tackled and they don't make tackles. They're just tagged. So they might be that, that way it opens it up to people with acquired brain injuries or spinal injuries. There's often an able-bodied player on the pitch, but they're there just to facilitate. They're not allowed to run more than 10 metres with the ball or bust tackles or score tries. And then the rest of it is a bit of everything. There's like cerebral palsy, there's arms missing, there's legs missing, there's vision impairments. Um, I first found out about it in about 2017, but because I was based in London, um, I had found out that Warrington was starting up England's first disability rugby league team. So I went up there to you know, help and promote and ended up playing. So I've been playing with Warrington for the past four years, but on Sunday, I'm going to get to play for the Rabbitohs for the first time, which hey. is the team I grew up following. Well, Adam, is there a chance, can, can, is there a contact at the Sydney Roosters that I can go through? Because the don't get tackled, don't have to tackle anyone, <laughs> and don't run any more than 10 metres really appeals to me. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. I can put you in touch. Yes. We had, um, so Warrington for a while had Sean Briscoe, former England player, as, our, as one of our able-bodied players. And in the games we played, I mean, we came out here and we played against the Rabbitohs at the ANZ Stadium in 2018, and Andrew Johns played for us, uh, as did Matt King. We've had Lee Breers, Gary Schofield all take part. So, yeah, it's open yes. to... Yeah. And, I mean, and all in varying states of fitness. So depending on where you fit in there, you might be perfect. What does this do? You see, at the moment, Dylan Alcott is out there, which is great um, from a disability point of view for, for heightened awareness and everything is Australian of the year. And, and he speaks wholeheartedly about the fact that I, where I sit literally is yeah. what gives me so much joy because I've been able to, to, to help people who are in a similar situation to me. What does this do for people who 
ordinarily might think, you know what, I can't partake in my favourite sport. I love watching the footy, but I'll never play footy. What, what does that do? Do you know what? I was talking to one of the guys. So I went up to Sydney last week for training and um, one, of the, one of the blokes there I kept in touch with because he did his hamstring. So I was just checking he was all right. And we were just talking about how much we've both got out of this. And for him, he said, you know, when, you, when you've got a disability, you don't, it's not just not being able to play the sport that you love, which is rugby league, but you rarely get to play a team sport when you've got a disability. And there's something that you, you, you know as well as I do, there's something that comes from being in a team, that, that environment, that sense of friendship and mateship. And, you know, my Warrington teammates, all through, all through the lockdowns, we, we, all, we had a WhatsApp group. We were all checking in on each other. We were there for each other 24-7. So it's not just the chance to play the sport that you love. It's the chance to be surrounded by, you know, a group of people that you put your body on the line for week in and week out. So... As much as, as I mean, to put it into perspective, we finished, our season in England finished in September last year, but we've been training ever since because we just want to. It's, you know, it's as much for mental health as physical health. So it's, it's huge. I can't overstate the benefits of this for people with disabilities. Uh, it's Cabramatta Rugby League Club. Adam, tell us a little bit more about the day and the structure and and how it's all going to run. So Sunday, 10.30, uh, I'll be playing for the Rabbitohs against the Newtown Jets. And then I think it's 11.45, it's the West Tigers against the Sydney Roosters. Um, and then I think two weeks later at Leichhardt Oval, we're playing an exhibition game for the City versus Country. So I think there'll be a City versus Country PDRL as well. Um, and it's on every few weeks. I mean, I keep tweeting about it, but they've got a Facebook page, New South Wales PDRLA. Um, I mean, at the very least, we might have to shorten that, that acronym. But um, yeah, it's, uh, and, it, and you know what? If you come and watch, everyone who watches Disability Rugby League is, becomes addicted to it because they turn up, two things happen. They turn up thinking it's going to be a bit of, you know, hit and giggle and everyone's going easy on each other. And within two or three tackles, they realise they're not. There are some proper hits going on. And everyone just loves the joy and the atmosphere created by it. So, you know, if you're around, come on down because I think you'll, you'll become addicted. The, are the roosters under the salary cap? I <laughs> won't be if I turn up. <laughs> it's um, it's different with disability sport. It doesn't go on the salary cap. It's on how how many uh, disability payments you receive per week from the government. Oh, the NDIS. Fair enough. <laughs> fair enough. Which can be tricky to navigate. The yeah. if you navigate that, you you're doing yeah. actually very. Joey very well. Manu is the Roosters able body player, and he's getting paid eight hundred thousand to play on the weekend. <laughs> oh dear. Oh, well, dear. I mean, listen, Ang- Angus Crichton famously, you know, had one of his fingers amputated. I mean, technically, he could play disability as well. Absolutely. Absolutely. A, a quick one on your, <laughs> your, your other love, which is South Sydney, um, the team that played last night and, and bashed up Manly quite convincingly in the end. Uh, what's your take on uh, how they're going at the moment? Oh, I think they're really finding their feet without Adam Reynolds. Um, you know, without Reynolds, Jaden Sewer and Dane Gagai, three pretty big names in the team. But... Little bit by little bit, you've got people like Lachlan Elias and um, Blake Taft stepping up every week. And I think they're doing... And considering that they're also without Latrell Mitchell at the moment, I think they're doing all right. They've got... I don't know. They, they sh- once, they, once they stop making mistakes, which they seemed to last night, there's a lot of spirit in that club. And I think, I think it bodes well for the future in particular that the, the, young, the, the new young names are doing... You know, are holding their own. And yourself, mate, you're um, back from the UK, obviously, at the moment, still going strong over there. How long have you been over there and, and being part of the, 
the, the television scene for a while? Yeah, well, we started doing the last leg over there for the 2012 Paralympics, and we thought it was just going to be 10 nights. And then at the end of that, Channel 4 kind of said, well, do you want to come back every week and talk about the news? And the three of us were like, no, nah. <laughs> we don't want to talk about the news. And Channel 4 went, well, you're the perfect people to talk about it because you can explain it to, to those who don't really understand it. So we've been doing that since 2012, but but I'm back at the moment doing Spicks and Specs. We've, we've just, we're, we just did our first episode last night of a new run of 10. So so that I think Spicks and Specs will never go away. I reckon we'll be doing it when we're 80. I catch it sometimes, Spicks and Specs, when I'm on the, the old episodes. when like the, I think they still yeah. show them on one of the old ABC multi-channel ones. And you... You, you can pick what year it is by virtue of what everyone's wearing. And there's some, like you look at the middle 2000s, it wasn't a very good time for, you know, fashion and, and a, a few haircuts in there. And I, I do wonder when I look at some of the haircuts of today, you think, how are we going to view this in 10 years time? I, I don't think it's going to be well. Oh my goodness. Yeah. I mean, the fashion, do you know what I'm, I, I feel like I'm wearing quite fashionable clothes right now, but mm. it's entirely possible, yeah, people are going to look back and go, what, blazers and jeans? What on earth? Is pocket squares? Who thought pocket squares were a good idea? <laughs> right now, it feels stylish. Well, Nick's in tracksuit pants and slides, so <laughs> I don't care what year it is. <laughs> it's radio, the, the joy and the beauty of radio, my friend. Um, Adam, one Absolutely. more one more before we let you go. Ambassador for the 2021 uh, Rugby League World Cup. What's happening on that scene? Is, is it all going ahead or um, now that it's 2022, it is, isn't it? Do you know what? In a, in a really weird way, I think a year's delay actually helped it. With with everything that was going on with COVID, it was going to be tricky last year. I mean, clearly to get all the teams there. And I know the Australia, New Zealand teams were worried. But there really seems to be um, a lot of momentum for it this year. And Channel 4 in the UK just picked up the rights to 10 Super League games. So as on top of everything else, I've actually been presenting Channel 4 Super League coverage in England. Yeah, good. Um, so it's and it's the first time Super League's been on terrestrial television. So between that and the World Cup uh, starting to build up, there's a lot of um, attention around the women's game in the UK at the moment and the wheelchair rugby league game, which is different to murder ball that you see at the Paralympics. And it's I actually think it's better because it sticks closer to the rules of rugby league. So between all of that and what they what they're doing, which is great over there is they want to make this the most inclusive World Cup ever. So they're, they're putting the women's game and the wheelchair game on the same level as, as the men's game. So it feels like there's a real, um, a really strong kind of three-pronged Rugby League World Cup that's going to happen. And hopefully a disability Rugby League World Cup as well. Um, I've, I, Sean Briscoe, it turns out I'm now eligible for England because I've lived there for so long. And Sean Briscoe was was quite keen for me to possibly declare for England, Ooh. but uh, I've declared for Australia. So now what we've got to do is find some funding. So if there's any sponsors listening that want to sponsor the Australian Disability Rugby League team, please get in contact because uh, it's going to cost us a lot to get over there. Yeah, or anyone at NRL headquarters uh, listening, maybe just take one out of the bunker each weekend and that could maybe pay for a lot of things. So um, Adam Hills, really appreciate your time this morning. Uh, have a great weekend out there at Cabra Matter. Play well. And, um, play well and stay healthy. <laughs> Cheers. I'll do my best to do all of those things.